How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jamie Filer, and I am joined by the three best men I know in the entire world. I've got Matthew Park, Greg McCoy, and Ross Cowan. Gentlemen, how are you? Excellent. That was uh, quite the introduction. I mean, Ross hyped me up a little bit going into this call. There was like a standard that I had a bar, you know. Yes. Yes. I'm excited to be here. Really excited to be here. This is a, a good topic. So, I love it. I love it. So the topic today is how to build a culture of excellence with your fitness coaching business. And we couldn't think of two more worthy gentlemen to talk about culture because in your respective spaces, online and in person, you guys have done a second to none job at building a culture. Greg, with your hidden gym between your staff and your devotees. I won't even call them patrons, right? They're, they're hidden gym. They're like apostles of the hidden gym church. And Ross, what you and M have been create, been able to create with your strong AF women is, uh, like I said, second to none. So I am super, we are super excited to dive in with you both today. Matthew, anything before we start? These guys are powerhouses. Looking forward to hearing their their knowledge and their wisdom and their and their techniques and tools. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Great. So let's start with definitions first, because when you think culture and fitness, we think hashtag FitFam, because that was the first culture uh, any of us I think were ever exposed to. Where you had the meatheads in the corner of the gym, right? They were a little bit untouchable. Let's talk first about what culture means to each of you or what idea of culture you had going in to your fitness coaching business? Yeah, I don't mind kicking things off here. Um, I think it's important to realize that your business and your coaching business, it's got a culture. Uh, it's just whether you're, it's on intentional or not. There is a culture exists. There is a way that people view you. There is a way that your inter employees interact with one another. There's a way your members interact with one another. Um, it's just whether you're steering it or not. So you have to realize there, there is, there are these unsaid values and unsaid ways of working together. Um, it's just, have you, have you labeled it and have you been intentionally driving it or not? Nice. Yeah. I had a good thing about this as well. And, uh, there's an Aesop's fable and it's like the lion and the three bulls. So there's three bulls and there's a lion who wants to eat them. And the bulls decided that they're, they're stronger than the lion. They're smarter than the lion. But the only downside to have is when they put their head down to eat, the lion creeps up behind them and eats them. So they decided they're going to create a little circle. They're going to have all their butts together and their horns out. And they can eat as much as they want because it doesn't matter what side the lion comes around. All it's going to get is the horns. Then the bulls fall out. They start looking, they start looking out for themselves. They wander off to the corner field and the lion eats every single one of them. Now, the big kind of the motto to this or the, the takeaway point is that like, Together, we stand and divided we fall. But from a culture standpoint, this is really important because in business, you get external challenges and internal challenges. External challenges are the one that you can't control. I remember Greg coming on a call and he was talking about when the whole of Texas froze. Okay, He could not have controlled that. 
But what he did, he controlled the culture from within his business. And when people feel safe, secure, and they've got trust, they'll always look after each other. And I think that's what it's got to come down to, like whether you see it as a family or a tribe. If you have a little circle of trust, it doesn't matter what happens on the outside, you will be able to weather the storm. And I think as an idea, that's what people need to get into their heads. I love that. I love that. So, Greg, you mentioned um, unsaid values, but I want to I guess I want to challenge that a little bit. Do you think that from the outset, when you begin a business, the values should be said? Right. You know, Andy, right. We're, we're all familiar with first form, the um, the lead by example, education, taking responsibility. Those are plastered everywhere. Right. His values are not unsaid. You know exactly what you're getting when you purchase a product, walk into the facility, whatever. So how do we, I don't want to say push, push our values down people's throats to create culture, but how do you, how do you steer Greg and Ross? Yeah. So I think that's a great example of a culture that's articulated and it's preached. So Andy's doing that on purpose. So he's aware of what the culture is um, and he's actively guiding people to, to partake in that culture. So if you, but many businesses have a culture um, that isn't articulated. Um, so those things are happening um, and, and nobody's labeled them, which makes it really difficult to multiply because you can't tell somebody that, you know, we're, we're really big into educating people. That's something that's a core value of ours. Um, but if I've never said that, then, you know, you might, you probably just get it after a while. Like, oh, wow, we've hosted 10 seminars in the last four months. Education must be important around here. Um, but it's, it makes it a lot easier and quicker if you can just put a label on it and actively teach new people and get them up to speed. So, you know, that's, that's the, the role of the leader, right? Is we need to define who we are and where we're going. Th those two very simple uh, things that you that's what you got to get everyone to, to know and defining who we are you know there there are these cultural values that you have to point out and then make sure that the that your tribe you know whether and I think that goes all the way down to the customer level like we um, we always draw these circles in our meetings you know we've got the the core team which is the people that are spending 40 plus hours a week working on hidden gym um, and then we've got our contractors, which, you know, might be independent trainers that are there five to 10 hours a week, you know, and then we've got our members and then we've got people that just show up uh, for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like we have these repeat college kids. Well, they're all part of the this hidden gem uh, community, um, but it, it starts in the center and the way that, you know, the people in the center talk to each other and treat each other and um, show up to work each day is going to affect the layer out of it. So um, that's that's really like we are really intentional about how we behave in the center of the circle and, and how that radiates out. I yeah. love that. So, Ross, are your values implicit or explicit with strong AF? I don't know what either of those words means, but we're very loud about it, Jamie. Okay. Uh, we, we, we plaster it all over it. We use my partner as like the front of our business. We tell women we're going to get them physically, mentally strong as fuck. If you don't like to be sworn, not at, but on a call with these kind of things, people aren't going to relate to it. And it means that what Greg said perfectly is that he's got like circles as you go out. I know that it's so implicit did i get that right it's so implicit that what we do that when people come on to when our coaches come on to calls we put them through what we call a barbecue chat and i know that before they give any qualifications or anything i can talk to them for 15 minutes and know if they're going to be a good fit 
because we're so we're so loud about what we do. If that person doesn't come on, they won't go on to the next part of the interview. And then if that's what your core team's like, everyone's yeah. using the same language, everyone's dedicated to becoming strong as fuck. And then the education comes off the back of it. It's very, very clear how you differentiate from other people. And you know when you got this right, because when you're on a sales call and you're talking to someone's that, what was the reason for reaching out to us specifically? I was that it's no BS. I just want to get strong as fuck. When they start to repeat those words back to you, you know that you nailed it. Does that happen straight away in a new business? No. But as you build these things up over time, but it's really, really important. But that's how you know. When you get potential people repeating that back to you, that's when you know you crushed it. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So let's say people come into your respective ecosystems. Okay. Now uh, let's take each of your individual businesses. Greg, let's use your value of education. Okay. Someone comes into Hidden Gym, but they, they really aren't interested at all. Okay. And Ross, you deal with high performance women, right? They live by hustle, grind, perform, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Okay. But Greg, you value education and Ross, you are very clear with your work and play boundaries. So how do you guide the people you know who are a good fit, but don't yet have the same cultural values that you have? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go for it, Ross. <laughs> nice. So what you're saying is about potential clients who are coming on board. They, they, we know that they're a good fit for us, but they don't need it. No, they don't know it themselves. Right. The value, like, again, they're, they want to get strong as fuck specifically, but they are hustle and grind. And you and M are like, you're allowed to go out to eat. You don't have to do that much. Right. So, so we have, and like, this is what's essential for people, especially for an online business. You have to have three pillars. Those three pillars are your culture. So number one, you teach women how to become their own hero most importantly, which is mindset. Then we teach them how to ditch the diets, which is education. And then we teach them how to get strong air physically. And you know that when people come on board, they come into in a certain state. This is where they are. You need to bridge that gap to where they need to be. I know from after having hundreds and hundreds of calls, this is the information they need to know. I'm bridging that gap, especially mm-hmm. their super high performance. They're focused on everyone else, helping everyone else out, but they always put themselves last. So when you tell them, I'm going to teach you how to become your own hero, have your own foundation success. Like, oh, this is amazing. You can literally see the look in their eyes light up as you start to lay that presentation out. And this is why it's really good to talk about culture. Your culture should be reflected in your pillars, which is reflected in your sales pitch. And then when you start to put that content out, women will say like, I don't know what it is where I reached out to you. I just heard this one thing and a little trigger went off in my brain. Is that cool? That's the right person. So we do it through pillars and we do it through sales pitches. I love that. Love that. Hmm. Thank you for cueing me on that one, Ross. I need a little more time to think. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go against a little bit what I said earlier because we, we while we do have um, some defined cultural principles and core values, there's is a lot of our culture that's unsaid, and so we get a lot of people. They'll they'll um, walk into the gym, and a lot of things that they'll generally say is this. It's uh, it reminds them of something of their past, whether that's a a school field house or um, a, a local gem that they had joined in the, in the beginning. So there's like, there's this nostalgia that happens. And so, um, you know, we're always trying to get people to, you know, feel like the best version of themselves. And generally they've like, they, they, at one point in their life, they were really excited about their fitness. And then they bounced around to corporate gyms and never like felt that again. Um, and, and we're able to somehow recreate that feeling with them. And I, it's, 
you know, I think a lot of it is personal touch. Um, but then a lot of it is just, you know, you have a, people that are in, in the facility to work hard together. And many people haven't experienced that, um, that vibe since whatever that great period that they were in. So it's, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it is that, and that's the cool thing about culture. It's not always on purpose. Like there's things that my members have, have started to do, um, that have become a part of the culture. And, and, and so it's our job as leaders to try to like lasso that. So anytime, like I can give an example, we had, um, Shelly, who was part of the TRM program. Shelly shows up to the gym and just this fit, cool girl, but nobody, you know, knows much about her. Well, Shelly's training for this high rocks event, um, which is this big racing event. If you guys have seen those going on around the world, um, and then, you know, some people start to take notice and now she's got four or five people pushing the sleds with her. Um, and I can see like something's, you know, brewing. They're going out to lunch after they push the sleds. Um, so we want to like lasso that and like, OK, well, let's uh, we'll sponsor a booth at the thing. Let's be a High Rocks affiliated gym. Like you, you have to see like it's like a member base or a, a client base is this like living, breathing organism. And if you try to like steer it too hard um, and you force everybody down a path, it can you can get some resistance like you do need to steer it. But also at the same time, like if you see something organically that's very positive and in alignment, you know, add another value or, you know, um, you know, start to, to take advantage of like that thing that, that happened, um, it, that kind of that magic inside of there. Ross, did that spark something else in you? Go ahead. Um, biting a pen right now yeah it's what greg said was really really cool because greg's obviously got he's got his own space he's got an environment he said it triggers things in people it reminds them about the past or like a really and what we have to do online is we have to bypass the logical part of people's brain and say something that connects them on an emotional level and that's it so your culture can't be logical you can't be like we have the best leg press that stuff doesn't matter people don't care about that things you need to say something that bypasses and connects it so when you teach people like you're going to become your own hero you can eat the food you love guilt-free you can walk into christmas and you're never gonna have to start again that's the shit that gets people to connect right there so if that is your culture and greg trait and a family where people are growing inside of it and that's it so whatever you need to do that culture it can't be functional stuff it can't be a commodity can't believe we teach the best lunges in Texas. That's that's not going to work. So that's really important. I love that. And that leads me to my next question. So we all we all started our own business. So we are all kind of at the, the head of everything else that's happening. And we gather information. But we were also the first ones to, as Greg said, steer it. Yeah. How did you guys come up with the culture that you wanted before there was a culture to gather from? Man, mine, I don't know about Ross, but mine was just kind of trial and error. And um, also just, I, you know, I think I had some natural leadership tendencies early on, um, you know, that in hindsight was like, well, that was, that was, I'm glad I did that. <laughs> um, but, you know, with, with the first, my first gym, um, you know, we just, I was my only employee. And so I'm a naturally much like uh, Matt, like you're not going to catch me not smiling. And so when it's just me and interacting with the members, like, you know, you're smiling and um, everyone's positive, everybody likes each other. Well, then, you know, things start to grow. I start to hire people. Um, you know, you walk in and there's some grumpy folks around and like, or maybe things a little messy and you just start to realize like, okay, well, this is like, this person 
taking things in the wrong direction. So I either need to coach them and be more like me or more like the culture that we've created, or they need to go and somebody more culturally fitting needs to come in. And so it was really just like, you know, trial and error and evolution and, and really identifying, you know, I think in my, in, in my uh, journey, it was luckily, at least it was a lot of, this is working really good. How come? Um, and not like, why isn't this working? I need to change something. So it was like making sure to identify what is it that is making people so like crazy about being here and how do we do more of that and, um, and, and continue to multiply it. Yeah. Yeah. you got to get your hands dirty. You can't sit with a pen and paper on day one. Is that right? This is going to be my culture. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, just like Edison with a light bulb, a thousand ways to not do a fitness business. <laughs> Over 15 years, I've tried most of them. International fitness retreats, bodybuilding prep at one point, and then you find is that actually we're just coaching a certain type of women. And those type of women are getting really good results. And we enjoy working with those kind of women. And there's certain language that they need to do. And when we started throwing out the word, like strong F is just a few things we start to do. People pick up on it. And it is consistency over time. And it took us 15 years to get to that point. It was not going to take you that long. But like Greg said, you have to get your hands dirty. And you just feel what's going to be right for you. What's going to work for me isn't going to work for Greg and vice versa. So you just need to kind of trial and error 100%. And it will feel right. And then when you get to a certain form, you know that if you're doing calls, sales calls, or people are coming into the gym, if you're saying the same similar things, and nine out of 10 of those people are joining, and they're all very similar, then you've absolutely nailed it. I love that. Yeah. Love and I think that, that speaks to scale too, because, you know, much how Ross has um, grown and, and my reflections on the early days, it, um, you don't have to be so intentional when it's just like you and your business, because you are the culture, like the way that uh, Matt um, and Jamie act, like that is the culture of TRM. Now, once we want to extrapolate that it becomes more important that we label what is it that they're doing that we like so much and how do we get the other leaders and coaches to act like that that's when you have to start to articulate it because you're trying to repeat it in people so i think there's different stages so you know if you're listening and um you know you're a a single coach business you are your culture what's important to you what are your values why why are people attracted to your business well, that's you need to understand that because if you have the ambition to hire a coaching staff or or scale and you've got admin assistants, you know, the way that they speak to your customers needs to reflect the way you speak to your customers because they like that. Um, so you have to start to articulate what what is it that people like about this and how do I uh, write this down and, and teach it? Mm. Mm. I love that. And I'm so glad you mentioned scaling and employees. So we take someone on and they're phenomenal during their probation period. They're, they're a solid fit. Your, your people trust them. And then sometime in the four to six, the one year mark, something shifts and you can't tell whether it's a state or a trait, whether they were never a good fit or legitimately something happened in their life and they're never going to be the same. How do you decide you know, how do you, how do you tell someone it's because of their, per, like their personality just isn't jiving? Do you give them another chance? Do you try and mold them back to what they were? What's the strategy? So when it comes to this, if they're a good fit in the first four to six weeks and they, they're in and you have a level of trust and it doesn't work out for them, it's going to be down to you. 
like that i can't stress that enough that circle of safety security and trust if they feel safe if they feel secure if they're performance based if they're a salesperson they know that they're going to get a minimum of four thousand dollars a month that's what they need if there's someone who's come from an employed mentality like a lot of personal trainers do they need to know they're going to get paid their one thousand five hundred dollars a month and security and they can have holidays that is going to be down to you i'm going to use greg an example again when Texas froze over and Greg opened up his gym so homeless people can come in. If you've got a leader like Greg, who's actively helping people outside of his business to keep them secure, how secure are you going to be if you're a personal trainer who's working in a gym that shut down and then yeah. gave him no support? Do you see what I mean? Like it's Greg that was the person is that look, if you're part of this, even if you're not part of my business, you're going to be looked after. So if someone's been in for four to six weeks, they are a good fit. They're coming to like, uh, like, like, like uh, social events and they're fitting in with the people around you and then something happens, it's going to be down to you. They have yeah. to feel secure. Security comes on different levels with different types of people, but it's up to you to work that out first. And if you don't know exactly why they are here with you and what they want to achieve in the next 12 months and make sure that shit fucking happens, then it is going to be down to you. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, if somebody ends up far away from the culture, I think that either you as their leader or like um, in our case, we have managers, you know, um, we just, we weren't paying attention because people don't like, they don't end up 10 feet off the pay, uh, course, like overnight, unless, you know, unless there was like a tragic event or something, but generally like they're, they're veering. And so you need to be in, in close contact with those people um, and, and always pad. But I, I generally like, I, I hate it when my teams calls me boss like that to me is like the worst. I don't want to be anyone's boss. I'm not bossing anyone around. Like you're here to work with me, not for me. Um, and so I always leave it up to them. And it's like, hey, look, person, um, you you were behaving like this and it was in perfect alignment with everything that we're doing. Um <clears throat> You don't want to do that anymore maybe maybe we find you something else but if you do that this is what it would do to this is what it would look like to be in alignment with how this company works uh do you do you want to do that mm -hmm. usually they're like yes i do it's like okay then all right well, i'm gonna hold you accountable to that this is what it looks like to behave the way that you need to at hidden gym like that's what that's the expectation here and you have a choice and if you choose not to then we're going to choose to put you somewhere else yeah yeah I also love that you said not the way I expect you to, but the way hidden gym, right? You want to act in accordance with essentially the brand, right? Because yeah. it's not about your values. It's about the hidden gym, the strong AF, the TRM values. Um, so before we finish, my final question, title of the podcast, how to build a culture of excellence, right? So this isn't just about, you know, creating a safe culture and creating a trusting culture. This is creating an a culture of excellence within your people. What words or phrases do you guys use to create and build a culture of excellence with your business? The first two that come to mind for me would be one, um, a sense of urgency. You, you're never going to get anywhere if you're if you just leave it to like whenever it happens, it happens. You know, it, especially the bigger your organization goes because you get all this slack. Like if it takes three days, if the cultural standard is three days to respond to an email, like you're going to you're going to sink. <laughs> like 
you know so you know we we at the same time like you know people need to be off when they're off but when you're on like we need to move fast like that's our advantage compared to 24-hour fitness is that i can turn on the dime and they're going to take six months to like change the you know signage on the wall so like and so we do that by like we've got all these points like everyone is always aware at any given time of where we are in relation to our goal so like that there is this like unsaid feeling of like of hustle but in a healthy way you know it's not like detrimental where you feel like everyone's stressed and working themselves to the bone but at the same time there's this like feeling amongst the team that like hey we're expecting things to get done and get done um get done quickly and then i think too it's just a you know we we like um these one word themes so my managers will set a one word theme for the month um and the best one we ever had was confidence um and it and we we honestly that's kind of just been our one word theme for good even though we change it monthly but like you're when when there's a culture of excellence like everybody there's a belief in what we're doing and we're confident in how we present that and you would if you were like timid and or talking about hidden gym in a way that was like unenthusiastic it would not fit in with the yeah. team they'd be like what you know why why are you so like timid about this this is the best thing ever and every person in texas needs to be here like this is the coolest thing so it's just that like that enthusiasm that bleeds throughout the team wow wow everyone needs to know what success looks like for the team for the individuals like again it's that whole spartan thing they used to say i've uh, come home with your shield or on it simple as that doesn't matter don't lose your helmet lose your spear doesn't matter because that's to protect yourself but if you lose the one thing that's going to protect the person next to you you're gone and it's as simple as that so we sit there on a monthly basis and on a quarterly basis on a yearly basis we go through what success looks like to everyone in the group they know what's important to those people they know how to support it so then we're ranking it as individuals but then also as a team so we know it's really really simple and then greg was saying about constant communication we've grown pretty rapidly like pretty rapidly so we are always communicating on a daily basis there's certain channels certain things in there and yeah. you can see when people come in on social media we've got a new coach a coach coming on called jj she already fit the bill all she's going to do is just put strong air in her bio and go from there but if something's failing if someone's not happy within that it's because we're not taking care of that person's success as well and i can promise you the minute that you are doing that if you set goals at the beginning of 2022 and you get to october and all three of your coaches and the sales team are sitting there say they have crushed their goals like they they bought the house that they wanted to like one of them has competed and she didn't have to take time away from work or they managed to start their family and get paid for three months that's the shit. if everyone does that together and you're doing that like two, three months early on a yearly basis, you'll never have a problem. Ever. I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh, guys, if you are listening, there's no way you came away from this podcast without at least one nugget about either how to hire the right people, how to crowdsource the energy of your people. Um, oh my gosh, so much value. Guys, thank you so much for being on. Really appreciate it. Of course. Happy to be here. Great talking to you guys this morning. Matthew, anything you would like to say to finish off our call? I'm just absorbing all the wisdom. Just questions were phenomenal. The insight from Greg and Ross were just like, boom. Thank you, Ross and Greg. So very, very much. Pleasure, mate. As always. Perfect. If you are listening, please make sure to like, subscribe, and rate us so we can go up that business algorithm 
uh, of podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thank you so much for listening from the TRM show. Thank you for listening to the Train Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Train Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. Take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money making business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter and harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.